toughest strongman in history, right here. Welcome to the Giants Live Strongman Podcast Series 2, episode unknown at the moment, but uh, alongside me is Mr. Darren Sadler, my uh, partner in all things Giants Live, sadly for him, former <laughs> uh, under-105 World Strongest Man winner and uh, four times World Strongest Man competitor, amongst many other things. Uh, and alongside him is the legend, the five times Ireland's Strongest Man, World Strongest Man competitor, Mr. Pa. O'Dwyer. How are you, chaps? I'm good. What is the crack? I'm good, good. <laughs> <laughs> you go as Irish as possible. Straight <laughs> to crack. <laughs> anyway, we're outside uh, the Giants Live warehouse today uh, as it's the end of a bit of cracking summer, actually, uh, to talk about crack. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's not. Let's not. <laughs> it's illegal. <laughs> Duck crack. Uh, and yeah, we still have some some strongman competitions to come up. Normally, originally the season would be over by now, but of course, with indoor arenas and whatnot, it isn't. We still have the World Tour Finals. And how's your shape, Paul? Yeah, I feel good. Um, obviously, I come over here for a week just to. Um better myself make myself a bit better for the Glasgow show with the power stairs is kind of still a bit new to me and I find um, that dumbbell is a bit different from the other ones that I'm used to so I just need to come over here and just kind of um, get used to because it, it kind of caught me off guard last year when we used it for the Arnold Classic it just sits differently and I find when it's dumbbell pressing the most important part with that is getting comfortable at this point and if you're uncomfortable here you're going to make um it's uh, going to just going to make it very hard. The, for these dumbbells are almost like an atlas stone about that big, but encased in like steel, mm. so they sit a bit weird on your shoulder. These are the ones from Australia, right? Yeah, yeah, standards are made, made them for us years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, we haven't used them. We only used them once, I think. At, uh, uh, no, last I used year. them twice. twice yeah. Right, okay. Um, so yeah, get them back out and see how we go on. But yeah, basically, it's got like sort of straps of steel around it, holding the atlas stone yeah. in either end of a is a dumbbell basically and, and Pa was you know if you're watching or listening to this in the podcast the problem is when it's at your shoulder right or even behind your neck I guess as dumbbell really is isn't it well yeah I find with dumbbell you need to get that dumbbell kind of um, the, the majority of the weight on your neck um, because like even when I'm showing other lads how to dumbbell press I tell them to not use their shoulder that it's a leg press and catch more or less because mm. like no one really is going to press 100 kilos with their shoulder do you know mm. so it's a technical thing where you use your legs and tricep and shoulder to catch it do you know so it's not um, a simple put the dumbbell up here and shoulder press it that's more like thing. an Olympic type lift yeah. exactly yeah the, the guys that are good at it definitely do it like that I mean there's certain guys like I am Bibby that can just press it but I mean, <coughs> most, of the, most of you guys tend to jump under it mm. use as, as least energy as possible yeah it's the most efficient way really and the most least taxing I find is the best way to press the dumbbell and when you leg press it as opposed to shoulder press it um, you'll press more and you'll get more reps out of the dumbbell here's a question for you guys you remember the old school bent press as there's Eugene Sandauer or one of these guys would do 
I mean, it, 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 and they used to say you, you'd basically hold it in position and then lower your body away mm. from it. And often they'd pick a 56-pound weight up or something kind of weird. Mm. The old, that, you know, that was, in many ways, was more the circus-style strongman. Have you ever tried that type of technique where you... I, I guess you aren't, you're sort of pressing your body away from it, aren't you? I've never tried it, but, like, if you watch Novikov, how he presses, he kind of presses like that, doesn't he? He goes really down to one side. It's like a slowed-down version of mm. what Pa's on about, I think. Yeah. It's, it's, a le it's a less efficient version. Of what he's on about. The reason it jumped into my head is exactly that. Nov I saw a photograph of Novikov, and he's virtually in that old-school mm. position. Mm. And I wonder S if there's something in that. Well, two of the best dumbbell pressers in the world, I think, are Novikov and Kilivskovsky. And they both press the exact same way. Because if you watch Matthias, like, he literally dips down to the side as well and catches yeah. it. Novikov does the same thing. So when you see the two of the best in the world doing that... That's what you should be trying to do, and it's very similar to that old circus style yeah. uh, bin press. Just a lot faster. Just I mean, it's just yeah. it's but, basically. But, but, but maybe is it faster because it's kind of a, it was a lost art, wasn't it? Maybe it wasn't at all. Maybe that's what they kind of did. Maybe yeah. I mean, I think um, the main thing is doing it like you weightlifting, but with one arm. You know what I mean? Getting getting your body down under it and getting under it with a straight arm, so you don't have to press it or almost straight. Because you can always do the from there. Pressing it, but if it's if it's already almost locked out, mm. it's just a bit of tricep. It's just tricep. I do this thing um, like um, a neck press, and I'll put like the best I've done is with 120 kilos, and I'll hold the bar here, and I'll jump and I'll catch the barbell in the middle like that, and that has kind of taught me how to dumbbell press as well, even though it's kind of dangerous. But so, so but is your body is your is your body always pretty much up? No, it is not right. It can't be, can it? It's not. You've gone quite to the side, haven't you, to catch that? So the way a oblong barbell. You yeah. Catch, so, yeah, I've seen you do that. Yeah, it's so it, yeah. freaky actually. Yeah. What's the heaviest weight you've caught like that? I've done 120 kilos. Has it ever gone wrong? The, well, the only time it goes wrong is you just come out from under it. Right. Okay. Um, Get, guess how much Darren Sadler? This is a. This, this blew me away actually. The first time I saw, I couldn't. I never thought Daz would would would, would have. He's a very talented man. Record. He's full of surprises, <laughs> right? I, I don't know why I was surprised because the only time we ever competed, he kicked my ass and everything, and even the ones I thought I was absolutely guaranteed going to win. And it was one-handed snatch. Daz, a one-handed snatch, I would guess if he trained it, could be right up there and maybe break the world record. Well, the, the, um, years ago, Kokhlev went for... 110. Uh, I think it was 115. Oh, da yeah, Daz yeah. did 90 without a warm-up in front of me just, in, just in, in, in an expo. I can, Easily. I, can, <laughs> I, can, I can do well over 100 kilos, like 105. And I've only, I've I started doing it a little bit, but my shoulder started hurting. But we were an expo. Because that'll make it feel better. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it, it, it's really bad on your shoulder. <laughs> the other but, one, I guess. But, like 90, I could do reps with. And we, we were an expo, and I, there was 90 kilos on a bar. And I said, oh, I, can, I can do that just straight above my head. And you went, no, you can't. Because I'd started doing it. I think I even challenged you. And you, you, you you're like, what? How do you do that? And you just went. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Warner and I were, you know, battling it out on 60 kilos. You, you'll be good at it. The, the point is with that, you've got to totally commit to it. Yeah. You've got to totally think it's going to be locked mm. out or it's not going to happen. You can't think of it. It's got to be one movement. If you think of it as two movements, it won't yeah. happen. Oh, but the grippers, did you, did you hook up that day? No, no. Well, I would have to do if I got up to, like, probably 115. But I could, I've, I've done 105 and just just uh, overran like that. I had to use a strap. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I saw Rogue, I think it might have been 115, and they were offering five grand or $5,000 for whoever could do it. And we were refereeing, if you remember. I was like, said to him, I, said, I think I can fucking do it. I'm going to look all right twice if I get it wrong. It. Well, I'll talk, you know what I mean? 
So. <laughs> well, what is it, well, I mean, that, that's quite a unique strength. Is it, tell me something. You know, if there was an event, you know, if we speak to the organisers, we might be able to get it in. <laughs> but is there an event that you you could absolutely blow the world away at? Some sort of weird exercise. Well, what I, is he? What is he? What's I thought was? obviously when we put the Flintstone lift in World's Strongest Man, I thought if he gets to the final. You can do a hell of a lot behind the net, can't you? Yeah. Hell of a lot. Um, I did 230 kilos in training. Um, I think with the being in a competition and being at World's Strongest Men and um, with the adrenaline and everything else, I think I, I'd i be fairly confident going as far as 250. Um, what did he go to? Two four two and a half, I think it went two, to. 246 or 247. 246, right. And that was uh, Novikov. Novikov, yeah. Mm. Um, I'd like to have gone head-to-head with him just to see what mm. I could actually do when it came down to it. You are a remarkably slick Olympic lifter when it comes to that. Do you have an Olympic lifting background before? No, 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 no. Um, I work a lot of my explosiveness, you no know, box jumps and stuff like this, and that transitions over to like um, that sort of lifting. But like I do a lot of weird lifts like that as well with the like with the one hand catch overhead, and like you're saying, it takes like probably the hardest part of this is the mindset of getting under 100 kilos mm. and committing to catching 120 mm. kilos with one yeah. hand. Um, because if you don't commit to it, you're going to get hurt or you're going to fail it. Um, but I do a lot of weird stuff like that. Um, you've seen a lot of it. I do a lot of it on Instagram at that, the gym challenges. I've not them where... Um, I said your Instagram is? Powderware. Okay, there we go. That's an easy one. Just in case. Shocker. Well, in case we get some new listeners. <laughs> you haven't hoovered them all up yet. Where did you think of that one? <laughs> where did you think of that? How did you come up with it? Uh, I have another one where I set up a bar on the ground. It's, um, I've went as far as 140 kilos. <laughs> and you basically walk up this and you put your hand in underneath the bar. You hold the bar here and you stand up with it upright, the upright position. And it's on the floor at normal height? on the floor, normal, normal height, yeah. So the harder part of that is flexibility of getting in, in under it. Oh, yeah. Like that and hooking it. Um, and taking the pain. And well. taking the pain, And yeah. styling it out. Yeah. <laughs> I've, done, um, I've done the deadlift zercher. So oh, I've seen right. that, yeah. So you put it up yeah. here, and I've done that with 260 kilos. How do you think, how does the search up? You, you stand so up to it to your knees. You deadlift, knees, knees. Yeah. put it on your knees, squat down, hook it underneath like that, and stand up with it upright. That's right. Conan's wheel training had sort mm. of, search was kind of a crossover yeah. for that, yeah. wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Two, 260 you did? 260, yeah. I think you, could take, you could take on Grizzly Kiriakos. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look at, like, if you look at um, weightlifters, some of the top in the world, and on a European level, some of them have trained in my gym. And they're not massively strong on the shoulders, but they can put far more weight than we'd ever put up. So, so I started to think, hang on a sec, what if you were strong and you got a bit of that? Do you know what I mean? Which is what you've got. Yeah. I don't think you've got the strongest shoulders in the world, but you could probably be on the neck press more than a massive presser. Mm. It's harder to get it across on the log, isn't it? It is way harder because the log sits out too far. Yeah. So it's hard to get it in under, do you know? The problem with the problem with the log when you're doing that fast movement, it's really good. If you look, probably Kearney does it about as good as I've seen. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, but when it goes wrong, it's it's done. It's Whereas bad, yeah. if you if you're a presser, like a strong presser, you know someone like Hicksie or Luke or Bibby, they'll fight it out. Mm. Whereas if you see someone like <laughs> Kearney jump under, well, it's either up or it's fucking down. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just does one or the other. I think. The thing about that as well is, especially with the log, because it's more dangerous. So when you're split jerking the log, you've the log up here, right? So you jerk it, you split. So you've nothing. You've no weight in your hands. You've no weights on your tricep. And then you get under it. Like for Carney, it was 214 kilos. So he'd zero, 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 then bang, 214 kilos. Straight away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd have to impact and tricep. Took his tricep off. And it took his tricep mm. off, yeah. So that's why it's more dangerous. Yeah, he, he has to, he's hitting it from zero, zero. to almost like a full flexion, mm. 
Yeah. And then some, and of course the shock of it hitting, mm. you, yeah. you know, you all the stuff you couldn't voluntarily recruit. And for. ironically, he pulled his tricep off, but that was because he had good form. Because it's not meant to touch until it's locked out. No, you know that's what I mean? the thing, yeah. So, but it's just a, da- it's a dangerous way of doing it. But I tell you, was really good at it. Actually, it was Cochlear when he got hold of a log. Mm. He was good. He was actually, so yeah. quick. And yeah. The only thing is, when you watch someone like that. So let's say if you watch the old videos of like Cochlear and, and Big Z and Mike Jenkins going for the world record log at World's Strongest Man, mm. as they were getting um, up the, you know, you know, maybe one ninety, two hundred, two ten. They were getting a little bit slower, but still pressing it. Mm. Whereas he, Cochlear was fast, and then nothing. It was gone. Yeah. Yes. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You're right, he's out. You either get it or you don't. Yeah. Whereas Big Z just goes a bit slower, a bit slower, and still gets it up. Mm. Um, so there is a bit of a risk there, isn't there? Yeah, massive risk, yeah. That's the it, only thing about it. Interestingly, the, uh, if you look back to the sort of like 1974, I think it was, when... Um, the World Weightlifting Championships and our pal Jim Lorimer from, mm. you know, from Ohio, uh, you know, in fact we saw the we saw the weightlifting bar with the weight still on it. Yeah, yeah. That was the last clean and press world record, I believe. And, and I believe, it, yeah. and that was done by oh crikey, how could I forget his name? The great Russian, um, Alexei. Thank you, Alexei. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> well, that bar, I think it was 250 kilos or something like so that. So I tell you, it was. It wasn't quite that much. No, it was. It, this is the point I was making. It was. I think it was the first ever press over. 500 pounds, that's what it was. It was 229 right. that day. Well, and they only ever took it to like 230 in a bit. That was a strict press, wasn't it? Well, that's the problem. But, and, and, but there was only about one or two kilos, maybe three kilos maximum between that and the clean and jerk at that point. In what, the what, what Which is interesting, that? isn't it? Yeah. That, bar, that bar was sat in Jim Lorimer's office. He took it off the stage and put it in his office. Still there, still loaded with that weight on it. Who? Jim Lorimer. All right, okay. And... Um, it's just sat there, but it just—it's amazing how far it's come because they were like they were not fancy plates at all. They were metal, clunky yeah. metal ones. They were awful <laughs> plates. They were <laughs> like one, They're not like you get now, all calibrated. It was a bit clunky and a rubbish clip on it. Yeah. But it's a, so, what could that a guy have done now? If you come out now, it's got to be certain clips. It's got to be so tight, and the plates are like that thin. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he did it and sort of bullied it up. And then Jim took the bar and... and I mean, the, the bar had nothing like the whip it does nothing. now in yeah. an Olympic bar. Yeah. It felt like a, a heavily knurled... Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Squad thick, bar, yeah. Thicker, powered... Nice sort of piece of history, though, wasn't it, to see it? Yeah, indeed, yeah. yeah. Well, now, listen, we're, we're going to just stop for a little section uh, now and, and try to change things up a wee bit. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, just for a little bit of, uh, you know, humour. You, you are a famous, funny, strong man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it, but it's only something that a lot of the uh, people who come to the live shows get to see, and that is Power Dwyer. I know on your Instagram, but you know, for those who haven't seen your Instagram bar, you're magnificent at um, doing impressions of people. And one of the best per- people you do, and he's a right old plonker, is that Darren Sadler. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. If you're watching on YouTube, of course, you're going to have to close your eyes and guess, right? We're going to guess the Darren Sadler. <laughs> Who's the real Darren Sadler, okay? So who goes first? You want me to go first? No, no, no. You, well, they oh, can't know. I'm they can't know. Wait, you want oh, me to right, go okay. first? All right, okay. So with you, right, okay. Yeah, no, but who who knows who's talking uh, now? Me, I, I, I think I should go first, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to call you Darren Sadler A and B. All right, okay. so if your eyes are shut, folks, okay. Okay, please introduce yourself, Darren Sadler A. You're right, mate. Yeah, I'm good. You feeling good? Darren Sadler B. 
How are you doing, mate? You feeling good? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I actually changed my voice there. <laughs> I sounded more like you, yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, you would. You would. Yeah. You actually made your voice higher there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I try to sound like that. <laughs> right, so let's do. You, you give us some voices, and then we've got to guess who it is. Yeah. I think this is going to be easy. <laughs> okay, okay. We have to close. Cl- we have to close your eyes. No. Well, no what? Well, well, I'm not going to turn into the character. No. Yeah. <laughs> no you, you're not a chameleon, then. No. <laughs> Okay, close your eyes. Okay, it's more fun. If you want to close your eyes, mate, you do it. <laughs> you can close your eyes if you want. I'm there, I'm there. Um, okay. Um. <laughs> One of my favourite events is the Hercules Hold. I hold all the records. Well, I know who that is because of the Hercules Hold bit. <laughs> Big Z. <laughs> it was not me. Mark, Fe- Mark Felix. It was not me. It was the biggest. It was It's up 2-0 up. I remember once I, I met. I knew him. You just saying them faster. Yeah, but you, you, you know, people I'm, are listening. I met this guy in an airport once, and um, obviously I came up to him and I said he was one of the biggest guys at the time. And I said to him, um, I was asking for tips on log press. So this is the tip he gave me. So he goes, for me, I get log up to a chest. I roll it up. I press log overhead. I bring down and I put the ground. <laughs> That's exactly what he was saying. Oh, yes, he said that. He'd been serious. Yeah, he actually said that to me, yeah. I was looking for tips. That's, that's his tip. Bring up the chest. Oh, dear. I was like, you just told you what a log press was. <laughs> his number one tip was press the log over your head. Make sure you get it to your shoulders first, then press it. Oh, dear. Uh, there's a beautiful, there's a magnificent simplicity about the. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how he does it. So. Yeah. Do you know I, the um, Martin Lisa has actually shared this video on his Instagram recently. I don't know if you've seen it, and it's like um, it's only like a background scene, and it's Martin's is war- warming up, and Big Z is just standing there, and the camera's kind of on him, and he turns around and goes, "Oh, rainbow." <laughs> to stop that. And the camera turns around and there's no rainbow. <laughs> Could be something to do with the refraction of the light through the lens. No. He, he can <laughs> Probably not. He can see more rainbows than we can. Yeah, yeah. I have to say Any what? more impersonation? Yeah, okay, how about we do you do, do you do requests? Do I do requests? <laughs> do, you do, do you do requests? <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Okay, how about, okay, how about, how about, how about Evan Singleton? That, that, that knob. Who's just off camera? I haven't, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I haven't practiced it much, but he's kind of easy enough to do. Um, one of the things he likes to say over and over is, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the thing with the fingers? This? Yeah. Oh, well, if you look at Evan, he's got um, chicken legs <laughs> tattooed onto his hands. <laughs> so I'm afraid there's no comeback with no headset on. And uh, okay, how about this one then? Obviously, you, you know, for those who've seen you live, uh, like you're a comedian seeing you live at the shows <laughs> you're, you do a very good Bill Kazmar. give us a wee bit of Kaz well, I suppose Bill was one of the first voices I did you know <laughs> that was one of the Arnolds that was priceless Kaz was giving it some full and you know did you feel the it was like the magma <laughs> rising up through your body and, and you're like no, I, no, I didn't really feel the magma <laughs> rising up. It was like a classic. I was, the, was that the first time you did it? It was a priceless moment. <laughs> I don't remember. It was almost taken. It wasn't just as, you didn't just do his voice. You actually, you know, you, you did this whole spiel back at him. It was, it was genius. <laughs> that was um, the Arnold Classic, was it? 
Yeah, yeah. I did that interview with him after I was after doing a dumbbell. And on my last yeah. attempt, I dropped the dumbbell down top of my head. That's really, uh, And yeah. I gave myself a fucking concussion. <laughs> and Bill was like, Paul, Paul, let's, let's do an interview. Come over here. And I was seeing fucking birds at this stage. <laughs> so I, came, I have no recollection of that interview. <laughs> it's priceless. I was watching it the other day. Because <laughs> you just par- you parroted him perfectly. But had your own little Irish uh, humour twist in there. Who do you think I am now? I've no idea. Seeing as could I've been waving, waving white flags <laughs> recently, yeah. uh, we're all pals. Oh, that's good. Well, I don't know who it is. Any more? Um, who else? Hmm. <laughs> uh, I I have a quick question. I I don't like the color of that dumbbell. I'm wondering, could I get that changed to black? <laughs> <laughs> because I've been training on a black dumbbell, so you know. <laughs> you <know. laughs> we get that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know who that would be, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> Could you not run your show at the same time as mine? <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, yes, the oh, great Brian Sean D. That's pretty good one, actually. Have you done it to him yet? Have you yeah. done with that yeah. one? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Cool. All right, how about somebody like um, Terry Hollands? <laughs> Do you know, he keeps telling me to um, take him off, but he's really hard to take off. I find his accent is hard to do. Water. <laughs> the funny thing is, Terry, to all of us, sounds incredibly understandable. You take him anywhere in, in the America, world, no one knows what he's saying. Can't you can't get a glass of water, please? <laughs> yeah. And people are like, I'm, I'm terribly sorry what he's saying <laughs> in an American accent. <laughs> I went to sit there in restaurants and order his food for him, literally. Yeah. <laughs> because they don't understand what saying. What? I don't understand. Then I'd say it and they go, all oh, right. <laughs> you know. So, um, Glasgow. Glasgow, big in. Who's going to win? Who's going to win, eh? Who's going to win Glasgow? Um, who's who's the top athletes there, do you think? Who's on those big, events. Who's the big in, in Glasgow, eh? I think probably one of the big names these stages, the new guy, uh, Mitchell Hooper. Yeah. Um, he's kind of come out of nowhere. Um, do you know, and I've said this to his face, um, when he first, it was before World's Strongest Men, he kind of um, surfaced. And, like, you see him run around the place in flip-flops with a 500-kilo super yoke. <laughs> He was fucking. He was deadlifting 475 kilos. He was pressing 200 kilos overhead. And I said it to you. I said that fucker. He's full of shit. There's no way. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> he wasn't. No, there's no way he wasn't fucking. He's lifting all this stuff and just. We've never heard of him before. Like two weeks prior to this. He was. He wasn't even on the list for World's Strongest Man. He came no. in last minute. Came he, in he, last was, minute. he was a reserve to the reserves. <clears throat> and we had a few dropouts, obviously, mm. uh, visa problems, some people and whatnot, injuries, and then he became a reserve, and then he became. So suddenly he managed to become a part of the group of death. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody knew Mitchell Hooper was like yeah. unbelievably tough. You know. The truth is, no, he wasn't even, he was the reserves reserve. Yeah, he yeah. was, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I said it to him and I said, he completely proved me wrong because he, like, especially his yoke, his yoke is just mm. out of his I've never it? seen anyone do that. And the way he gets under it, it's like the transition between running towards it and getting under it. He yeah. seems to just jump and he's under yeah. it and he's away. Especially at Worlds um, in the final with the the box carry and the super yoke. Um, it's funny because when he dropped his box and went for the super yoke, at no point he stopped. He never stopped. He just picked up the yoke on his way yeah, and just kept fucking running. Thing, yeah. It was as if, he'd done, it's as if he'd done it hundreds and hundreds yeah, of like times. Like it was his own, th- his own equipment, yeah. you know. <laughs> a bit like, when, you know, there was a few people in Strongman who have sort of changed the landscape. Poundstone was one of them. Yeah. When he started, you know, suddenly, you know, viper pressing, or you, you mm. shove it straight from his hips to overhead with a log that was 
160 kilos. And you're like, what? And then you've yeah. got Big Pavlo and Little Pavlo from, uh, it sounds bad calling him Little Pavlo, but he's the smaller of the Pavlos. Uh, come it's in funny well. when you call a guy who's 150 kilos and six, six foot six. He's a little Pavlo. And he's small. So, so <laughs> yeah. just to explain to folks, pa- Pavlo Kordiaka and Pavlo... Nechemensky, is it? Nechemensky? <laughs> I don't know. That's, why do we, why do we call him big and small Pavlo? <laughs> Nakanechny, I think. Nakanechny, yeah. That's what about Ukrainians? Not, not yeah. brilliant, but uh, yeah. So uh, but I think they've both got some good events there as well. Um, they, yeah, because Pav- Navikov is out now, isn't he? Novikov's out, yeah. But I mean, um, the smaller Pavlo, he's very good at dumbbell as well. Very he's good, good at dumbbell. At dumbbell. Very he's athletic. Good mm. at polar stairs. He's athletic as well, so he'll be good at the medley. Carrying um, yeah. The only place he'll probably drop the points are we deadlifting those wheels. Yeah. So I think he'll struggle to get one or two reps with that. I think um, the, if you look at big Pavlo, he's messed up on the carry and drag in Manchester last year. You know, he was probably one of the he best at it. it. He could have won. Yeah, but he fell over a few times, so it's whether he's. You know, that's just lack of practice, in it? Falling over with the drag. Uh, he was going mad, wasn't he? Yeah. But he, uh, I think two or three times, two twice? Yeah, and his shoe came at off least, as at well. At least five or six seconds. <laughs> at least five or six seconds. But his shoe yeah. came off as well. His yeah, shoe, yes, okay, yeah. right, yeah. So, well, those, those are basic beginner mistakes. Yeah, mm. yeah. But he's so wildly powerful. Unbelievable. That's terrifying, actually. Wow. He's um, a contender for winning World's Strongest Men next, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. you're right, you know. He, he's got to be right, right up there. It depends how he takes to, like, you'll learn a lot about him at the next show because um, Glasgow will be a big one for him. Do you know, because he was an underdog at Cardiff. Do you know, no one expected much out of him. Obviously, yes. we expected a big deadlifter, but mm. that was it. Mm. Whereas he's coming into Glasgow now as one of the top guys. I think so everyone expected him at Cardiff to make more mistakes again, which he didn't. He yeah. didn't make any mistakes. No, he didn't. No, zero. Um, so when he's coming into Glasgow as number one contender, that'll that'll show a lot. If he comes in and he wins Glasgow, I think he'll be he'll be on the podium he, at Worlds. You know, the funny thing is, chances are he probably did in his head make some mistakes, but he is so wildly powerful. <laughs> we probably didn't really even notice. Stoner was fucking mental. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. he hasn't really got a weakness because he can press, he can deadlift, he can he run can about with really stuff. Really fast, you know? yeah. His, I've never his, his shoulders. I have seen broader shoulders. Bibby's shoulders are broader, but his his sort of V shape of yeah. his body is when he yeah. tightens his belt up. <laughs> I think I think seat. with Cordiacra as well. I think you're going to see a lot of improvement because he's done a couple of shows and now he's had time away just to put the groundwork in. Yes, do you know what I mean? Like he knows. Yeah. The first the first giant slab he came to, he was just happy to be there. He could see he was. Yes. You know it was great, and I think now he thinks actually I can I can do this. Yeah. And he's he's like Novikov. Or like all the Ukrainians, got a hell of a mentality for work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that he's beaten Novikov in competition before will be yeah. a big, um, will be a big positive thing for him. And know. then we've got Eddie Williams coming across. He's got some good events. I mean, he surprised me at uh, <coughs> Royal Albert Hall because he came in last minute and he actually did really well. He did really good. I want to say he came six, did he? Six. Mm. But it was a good lineup, um, and he did good at things that he said he wasn't good at. He still did okay at him. So that would be interesting. It's kind of awkward that um, no one has mentioned uh, Evan Singleton yet. Well, <laughs> I don't think he's going to do very well. Evan Singleton being just over the, the back of the camera. <laughs> going like this, why aren't you talking about me? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, Evan, Evan's, 
I put I'm putting Evan in top three to be honest. He's uh, uh, Evan Singleton when he's on fire and things are going well and is a silver bullet. <laughs> when he's a silver bullet. <laughs> when he's not unconscious. Occasionally he turns the gun on himself and shoots himself. That's the only problem. Yeah, I can see him on the podium like Bless Paul him. Stairs. He's less annoying when he's unconscious. <laughs> we know <laughs> that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like James Brown. He does the whole passing out routine we run on, pick him up. I'm getting bored of it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Do something different this time. Stay awake. <laughs> so then we've got, um, I'm just trying to go through it. Ke- Kevin Ferris is coming back because we've got the um, Nickelstone run. So in that, you've got Andy Black there, who's mm. had the record. <laughs> Big Hondy. You've got Matt Felix, who's, uh, did he have the record at one time? For what? For, mm. for, for the Nickelstone. Oh, yeah, the Nichols. No, yeah, no, he, he, he had the the Dinny Stone hold record. Right, yeah. okay. So, well, well, he's very good at it. And then you've got Ferris as well. So you've got three guys there that are going to have Wait, a real good did, blast at that. Did, was Felix at Europe's that time? He was, wasn't he? For what? What time? Oh, he was. <laughs> what, what time was that? He did eighteen meters. No, no, outside the castle. Yeah, he did eighteen meters, didn't he? Yeah, I think Felix. No, he didn't get it though. He didn't get it because mm. uh, he didn't. Um, Stoltman had it. Luke had it at twenty. No, it was yeah, like no. no. Luke was like fifteen. It's only twenty-one now, something like that. Twenty-two point four. Thank you, Nev. Yeah, no, it was. No, it was. I think I think Stoltman had done tw- just over twenty, hadn't he? And 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 actually, Felix. Did he get the it? The pressure was on that day. No, one second. The line at that day was twenty meters. Aye. Stoltman was like um, two foot back from that. So he was no, 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 no. He was, was two foot. He was meters. over it. He, no, he, he was made 19. it and gone over it. He honestly made it and gone over it. And he did it at the Highland Games in Rantry no. or Blair Gowrie. No, no. And he did it drunk and hung over. <laughs> so he didn't even he just Stolt, didn't feel it. Stoltman's, Stoltman's about 15 metres. I'll bet that No one had ever gone over and come back. No, they hadn't. He's right there. Uh, it was 19, though. No, and... Uh, so because Bish so, so, got 17. You're right. You're right. It was 19. The first 19, time anyone yeah. made it and came back was Andy Black. So basically, it was something like 18, 19 metres. Then just before the Glasgow show, Andy had gone somewhere and done it. And if you remember, it was about 20 and about that. Yep, if, you, yep. if you think of where the line was, yeah, and then um, <laughs> now it's about now it's about twenty one meters, twenty two meters, almost exactly. As you can see, we've done our research. Never <laughs> 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 help us out. Nineteen point three. That's yep, exactly yeah. what we said. And then Andy Black was about twenty point something, just over. And this was all within a short period of time. And then Kevin came and and, and took it, which was, no one really suspected that. No. Twenty point what was it, Nev? That's it exactly. Two. Twenty point something. It's yeah. twenty two. Well, so, and, he, and he's the he, so the current record holder is Kevin Ferris. Kevin Ferris. So that'll be a great off. first uh, event. <coughs> yeah. Uh, how far did you get with it? I did twelve meters. Sorry though, I came third at that time. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say some people just literally pick it up and you see the look on the face and go, oh fuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and just drop it. Yeah. You, you weren't you weren't third. You were you were good. Oh, you were third. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, I was third. <laughs> Mark, Mark Felix wasn't quite as good as I thought it would be because he didn't hold it right on his legs. He still did 18 metres, though, didn't he? Like 17 or 18 metres. Yeah, but every, everyone just thought Mark would just win it, yeah, to be honest, yeah, yeah. because of his grip. But I think the trick is to get to the turn, and then drop it, and then turn your body. But Kevin oh, actually yeah. didn't. Kevin turned with it and then dropped it just before Andy's mark and then finished it. But I would try and do 20 metres, turn your body. To be fair, I would also say that that day it was quite, it was sort of quite longish grass. It was quite damp, you know. What, in Glasgow Arena? So, not, not in Glasgow. No, <laughs> the harder it is, you know, the, the more kickback yeah. you get from the surface. And actually the day Luke did it, if you go look for the video, Luke did it on a really baking mm. hot day, on a baking yeah. end of summer, you know, burnt 
grass field, you know, and very short grass, if not dirt. Well, so here's a question for you. How good are the two Pavlos going to be at that? Because they've never tried it. I, don't, I have no idea about that. Grip. Grip's a funny thing, isn't it? Well, I think pa Big I Pablo has got to have grip. a good grip. I don't think it's the grip is the issue in that event. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's they've the got to keep the, the stones on the, the outer of your leg. When I, dro I dropped it twice, and when I dropped it twice, it's because I lost balance. It wasn't my never. My is it grip. not because it comes in front of you, though? Like no, it's because you've got 140 one side and 115, so straight away you're misbalanced. Mm. And then when you step... And all it takes is one thing, like you've no control over them stones. I, I thought what you meant to do is push your legs out a bit and sort of walk slightly, you know, instead of legs together, you kind of walk out like that to try and keep the weight well, against your calves. Yeah, that's what the guys are telling calves. me, keep it, keep the keep weight it there. Yeah. yeah. And so when it comes in front of swing, yeah. basically. Yeah. But it's not grip because most guys hook grip and that eliminates the grip issue. I think, I think Big, Big Pavlo might be good at it because he's been... He's, he's got he's massive calves. He's got massive well, he's pulled so much weight in the IPF with no, with no straps. But because he's mm. so so wide, those stones would be like a foot away from his calf. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> really really like wrecking balls taking you know his legs who, out. You know who will be good at it is the other Pavlo, the small Pavlo, the small Pavlo, because he's got a weightlifting background and hook grip is obviously yeah. a thing he's well used to. So when he hooks that, he just won't feel mm. it. Do you know what I think is going to do well at this? Straight up, Paul Smith. I think it's the right event for Paul Smith. He's got a really good grip. And he's quite good at that sort of thing. Yeah, that's he true, is, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a bit different, and I think he's going to do really well. I think Paul Smith will be up there. Yeah. The world's most underrated strongman, Paul Smith. Yeah. Well, he's back at a Giants lab having another go, so it's good on him. To be fair to Paul Smith, right, he had one crack at Worlds. But the true story is <coughs> it was Vitautis Lalas. That was his slot. And poor old Vitautis tore his calf muscle in the final warm-up run before he was going to step on the field of play at the start of WSM 2019. <coughs> 2019, wasn't it? Out yeah. in the Philippines. Mm, yeah. So literally, this is, this is literally how long he got. He's like, Paul, you're on. Paul, you're in. I, I don't even have my bag. What do you mean you don't have your <laughs> bag? You're the reserve. Ah, but we got through the, the familiarization day. No one got hurt. For Taudis is hurt, mate, you've got to go in. <gasps> his face, I think we put his heat back. About he got about twenty minutes to get some kit together, yeah. <laughs> and then he was in WSM pro guy. So he was on like holiday yeah. mode. Do you know what I mean? Because he'd obviously decided, oh, I'm not going to get in. So I think he was on. He just yeah. relaxed a little bit. He's like, I'm in. <laughs> Sun hat, you know. Yeah. But you know what? That's still on him, though. I think because like if you if you say a pyro reserve for the Philippines 2019 World Strongest Men, um, I'm going to be training as if I'm fucking competing. Mm. Just because like, it happens more often than it doesn't happen that no, it does, yeah. reserves get in. <laughs> I think it got past. Usually if they get in, they get in after the testing, though. Yeah. This was actually this was after the morning of starting. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. a bit different. But I mean, fair enough. He did, he did all right. I just think, I think possibly he could do with another go when he gets proper prep for it and actually mentally yeah. knows. You there know. were good events for him as well that time because yeah. like dumbbell is his thing, do you know? <laughs> reminds me of, reminds me of the time when we the first time we did stone off on the beach in America, and the rule was it was second and third, and Kevin Ferris couldn't lift it over. He was the guy in third, so the rule what rule is you bring in fourth. Only, you, only if the have, first guy can't lift. You've got to have an event. If the first guy can't lift it, then you know, like Brian Shaw versus Bobby, Brian lifted it, so it started. It was underway. That's it. Brian won, but this time Kevin Ferris couldn't lift it. He was in third, and someone else was in second. J.F. Carroll. Where's fourth? It was that guy, Ole. Do you remember the Norwegian guy? Oh, right. And where is he? Oh, he's back at the athlete's tent. The athlete's tent was miles away, so I, I'm chipping at him. Ole Martin Hansen, was he called? Ole, that? No, no, that was, only, it was a different guy. This was like Ole. What was his name? Ole Martin Christensen. Christensen right, so a handsome yeah. dude with his, his blonde girlfriend. Anyway, 
I tip all the way back. In the end, like a golf cart kind of picks me up and zooms me along for a bit. And, and I run into the athlete's tent and it's basically abandoned because everything's on the beach. And those two were like, like in some weird position, rolling around on the floor. <laughs> I was like, uh, um, some, excuse me, some you're, weird you're, position. You're up on the beach, mate. <laughs> you're meant to be lifting stones. What? 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 <laughs> Just stretching off over here down the back of these sofas. <laughs> and he went back and went out there. And actually, he put in a hell of a performance. Do you remember? Yeah. It was like the best performance he did of that. He did five or six lifts. It was really leave your own stones alone and come and lift these stones. Yeah. yeah so yes, reserves should. Be ready to go at any time. Not, yeah. not, no, yeah. not doing whatever. Do you think? Um, here's one for you. Do you think um, Tom Stoltman will deadlift five or five? Yes, I think he could. Will he? I don't know. Does he have the? Does he have the motivation now? I think he could. One hundred percent. Yeah. Mm. If any, out of anyone, if he if he took the time and probably got as heavy as he could get as well. Because I think one of the things you need to be do to deadlift five or five is like there's, if you watch Thor and Eddie. There's a pattern, they have a similar pattern leading up to their massive lifts, right? And one of the patterns is, well, first of all, they're both in around 200 kilo body weight. Um, both of their training was really easy. Like, if you watch, there was no struggle in any of their leading up to it. Like, if you watch Thor's 440 for three and he did 470 for one, they were simple lifts. So he never killed himself in training either, do you know? And if you watch other guys in preparation to deadlift into 505, Everyone's struggling training. Do you know, their training was really tough. They went too close to it. They went as well. too close to it as mm-hmm. well, do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, like, if he follows a similar pattern to them guys, um, he could definitely do it. Number one, he can reach 200 kilo body weight. Number two, when he, he puts his mind to something, he can do it. Like, like, it no takes a lot, a lot of back strength to lift a 285 kilo stone off the ground. Mm-hmm. And he's done it for a couple of reps. Like, mm-hmm. no one else in the world has the back strength to do that, and he no. has. Mm-hmm. So, like, he. And a lot of people say he's not a great deadlifter, but like he deadlifted 430 kilos raw. Well, also, Alistair's a lot of core as well. You know it's what I mean? A lot of core as well. well yeah. That core, hell is strong. I think there's a, there's a, there's a lot of people who are saying a lot of things about um, Tom not being as great as he should be. Really, I mean, he is two times the world's strongest man. In other words, <laughs> yeah. when it really mattered, he can fucking do it. And yeah. everybody is there. He turned it on. Mm. I mean, do, do you remember that? I the second he, I last lift of the second right, the second last lift of behind the neck press yeah, right, yeah. or behind the neck jerk as it should be, he kind of went <clears throat> and pressed it up yeah, and smiled because yeah. the previous one he'd had a bit of a fluff and it was a yeah, bit of a yeah. oh, the referee was a bit early maybe Magnus he would admit that maybe a bit early putting it down it was coming coming forward, but the second that last one was two forty kilos his last one was simple <clears throat> yeah and he just sl- up, yeah. smiling <laughs> like that it was, it was wild you, power. You know, in, the, in, in the history <laughs> since Pudzianowski. You know, me and you've been going to Worlds for a long time. Yep. Whether it's competing or or, uh, or judging or whatever tournament directing, Pudzianowski won it easy a few times. Where it got to the end, he was mm. like, "I won this." I think Tom won it easy because, like, Tom was walking away from events. Like, I I believe that press. I'm not saying he could have beat Novikov. Novikov was unbelievable, but I think he, I think he would have pushed Novikov to the but next weight. Would you, I bet you wouldn't have that? I bet you wouldn't have that um, that view of it after three events. No, no, he got better and better. But when he walked because away... after three events, like, Novikov was literally looking like he was on fire. He won three events. There was three more events to go. There weren't bad events for him either. Yeah, I suppose so. But so at halftime, I would have said, oh, Tom's, Tom has this last. Did you, did you think Tom put maximum effort into it? I thought, I thought it was just like, what he did... With, like, when he did the deadlift medley in the heats, it was just like he did it. It was mm. just like he walked off, like, pff, like almost laughing. 
even his last lift on the Flintstone lift, which was still like, I think it was something like uh, one thirty, uh, uh, two thirty-five. I think it was even it, higher than that. Was one. it whatever it was? It was it was a lot of weight, and he just sort of laughed and then <laughs> went off. Yeah. He, he didn't do it and go, "Oh my God, that's me, I'm yeah. knackered." It was like two thirty-two. He slightly slightly got given an early down mm. signal, and then it was I think it was two thirty-nine. But in a funny way, it was almost as if he kind of said, "Okay, I'm giving this one to you, Novikov, because you actually." It was almost funny. Like, like I've had a bit of guilt about that 233 because it looked a bit ugly. I've smiled. I pressed that 239. On yeah, you go, yeah. 246. It's all yours. And because uh, he, he he just knew it was in hand by that but point. But he's a six foot nine bloke with with albatross long arms. That he should he has no right to but be such the, a great presser. At that time, I remember thinking, shit, Tom. I think you should have done that. Like as it goes, he did I the was right thinking thing as well. Yeah. But I was thinking you could you could probably do another lift. And yeah, even if even sure. if you just push Novikov a bit further, but, but he no, didn't. There's no way he could have known what was going to happen. No, There's no, no way he could have known. In, in, in hindsight, he did the right thing. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because he could never have predicted that Novikov was going to mess up the stones and the power stairs. I'll tell you what. I can tell straight away watching Novikov walk out. He he built some shoes up. Yeah. They were within the yeah. three-inch limit that, that you know we laid down. Yeah. Mm. But they were... But they weren't just like hardened boots. I remember you when the stone platforms used to be way too high. You'd often wear a good, a good mm. thick, heavy heel boot, but it was flat. His, I could see it was sort of ever so. And he's not a heavy man compared to some guys. It was like a, it was like a built-up trainer. Yeah. So it was squishing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It yeah, was, and, yeah, and yeah. Put 250 kilos on top of him. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine he'd had a good base, and it probably would have squished all the way down anyway. Yeah. So he just made some mistakes towards the the end. Um. What was the three events? It was stones, well, power stairs, power stairs stones, and, of course, yeah, and, and then the behind the neck. The last three. No, behind the neck was the third event. Uh, and it was six events, wasn't it? We had the, we had the medley, we had the truck pull. No, Wrecking Ball was in the heat. Wrecking Ball was in the heat. Producer off camera shouting, Wrecking Ball at us. Um. <laughs> there were six events. So we, had, we, had, we had a deadlift. There was truck, start of a truck pull. And yeah. super yoke. Truck pull. So it, must have been, it had to have been. No, no yes. No, super yoke was the truck pull. as well. He won truck bull, he won deadlift, he won the press. Me- the medley. It had to have been, was it something on the, no, it wasn't on the Stones platform. Oh my goodness me. This I can't remember. He I just can't remember my head. either. <laughs> no, it must have been bus pull. No, first he won the bus. Bus yeah. pull was first event of the second day. That was the fourth event, bus pull. Then it was. Uh, deadlift, car deadlift. That, no, that was second event. And he won it. And then it was press. Powers to boy, we're boying the pants off of people with this dreadful lack of research. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should probably just about... Uh, last question then, to finish it on a high. Who's the strongest man you've ever met? And you can't say one of us. Yeah. Uh, oh, who am I going to pick now? <laughs> <laughs> the strongest man I've ever met. Yeah, yeah like, like, not just... Not just like, you know... Not just like a he, winner you know, of World's Strongest Man. Not just... Uh, yeah, just... Yeah, who do you think, my God, that guy is, is the strongest man I've ever met? For whatever reason. I've had this with a few people. The strongest man I think that ever lived is Eddie Hall. And you couldn't say otherwise. Reason? That surprised me. Reason? Because, um, statically, his lifts, if you look at some of his gym, gym lifts... are He, he really almost impressive. got the log world record... In fact, I've got pictures. Look, like he locked it out when he went for it. When two thirty in uh, seventeen was it? After he won worlds, <laughs> and he literally it was so close, and he got a bad ankle. Yeah, two eighteen, two twenty eighteen. It was twenty. He still has the record in the the squat at World Strongest Men. Oh yeah, it was wild. Um, he obviously has the world deadlift record <laughs> in competition. In competition. In competition. Yes, yeah, um, he's pressing. He still has the axle press record. 
He, I think he doesn't. He, Baby's got it. Oh no, mm. Baby. Well, well, yeah, by a kilo or something. But yeah. if like if Baby and Eddie went head to head at Baby's best and Eddie's best, Eddie would beat Baby. Eddie was Eddie did Eddie's, Eddie's world record was, was very easy. It was so easy. I think to be honest with you, I think the difference between that we've talked about that before. I think Bibby's shoulders are stronger, but Bibby struggles more with the clean. Eddie was just like so technical with that clean. No, I think Eddie's stronger. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he did, definitely did, he did it. He did it easier. He did two seventeen. It took. Eddie wanted him to break the world record. It mm. took maybe three or four years to break it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you got me thinking there. What is strength? Give me one event. You're only allowed one event to decide the world's strongest man. What is it? That's the last question. Last question, and then it's done. What What event would you choose? Deadlift. Is that not a test of biomechanics? It's a test of strength and power and tech. It's the technical as well. Like anyone can deadlift, but when you go up around 400 kilos, it turns into the technical event. Is that strength then? Well, then it's strength, power, technique, it's everything. Mm. You can't deadlift 450 kilos with shit form or you're going to break your back or you'll break something. You need to be extremely technical to deadlift 400 kilos off the, 400 kilos off the ground. If, oh, I had to, uh, if I had to pick please. one event, it would be a medley that was deadlift. <laughs> it, was, log it, press it was deadlift, log and press stone. and a stone, yeah. <laughs> All in a row, who could lift heaviest? That would, yeah, if, you, if you're going to do one event. What would you pick? Probably uh, something like uh, something that had to have a very raw take you out of the. I, I I'd be the opposite. Take you out of a practiced a axis, um, force you to show st strong man to me is you know here is something you've never lifted before. Who can lift it? God, who's the fucking strongest? Hey, come on and I'll I'll do it. You, you know that's what you know. Not just measuring things up, little bits of tacky strings and and, and suits on and. That's bollocks. Who can lift a... I would go for a big natural stone. I'd probably go for something painful, like a natural stone to shoulder. Kiliskovsky's, when he did that on stage, when everyone else was kind of... Oh, <laughs> and he threw eight to his shoulder. That yeah. was one of the most yeah. impressive strength feats yeah. I've ever seen. It was. It was, yeah. Well, what Real made strength. it so impressive was how fucking hard it was for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it was, was set up beautifully. It was Plus, perfect. Before the competition, Brian Shaw and Thor both had flew to that place where they stored the stone and had a crack at it. Yeah. Kieliskowski was the only one that didn't get to train in the stone. He really showed his class that day. It was one yeah. of the most things yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, he's statically m mental strong as well because he still has a dumbbell record as well. But it's not even static. It's, it's, that's, that's real old body. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just taking you out of your axis, isn't it? You're, you're not just... I think if he, if he had a, a good deadlift, I think he would have won Wales, to be honest with you. I'm not sure now where he is. I don't know where his recovery is. Do you know anything though? I hate to say it, but like, I think he's done. Mm. Because like he was one of my favourite strongmen. Because of that stone lift that day, it literally just blew me out of the water. Mm. Plus, do you remember that, um, that one they did in America? And the log press came up, and a lot of people were struggling with the log. There were only like two, and I think two reps were second place. And he came out last. And he viper pressed three reps and just sort of threw was down that? and walked away from it. I think it was. Are oh, you talking about the one on the was it Venice, Venice Beach? Was it Venice Beach? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He just absolutely crushed, crushed everybody. Everyone just there. Everyone. Yeah. It, it was. He'd won. I think he'd not won just about every event though. Yeah. And then he came out and did that as his and finale in front of Arnold. And everyone <laughs> went, oh my god, <laughs> that's insane. And it was heavy. It'd be really nice to see him come back, but the injuries he's had with his tricep put, put back, back on twice. I think. Yeah. Difficult. Right, we're going to have to call it a day there. Thank you very much to the legend, part no of our, and to Thank my you. partner in, uh, <laughs> in sadly everything. The, <laughs> limer, the Limerick Liar. The Limerick Liar. The Limerick Liar. Right. The Limerick Liar. Thanks right. to James Lays or James Slave. <laughs> <laughs>
We've had our differences in the past. Is it bumbag or is it fanny pack? We're two powerful nations with a special relationship. For one night only, that special relationship ends. UK versus USA. Who is the strongest nation? Who is right? The strong men decide. World's Strongest Nation, 18th of November, MS Bank Arena, Liverpool. Tickets at giants-live.com. By the way, it's us. We're right. It's bumbag, of course.